0: Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined to my right, finally, we have Vance sitting in front of Ranger. We have Todd Young on the phone along with the great Greg Thomas. Oh. <laughs> he is driving, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll be right up front. He's, it's a flip of a coin. If he drops this call, whether he's going to stick around or not or call back, um, if he decides that this is too much while driving through hailstorms, Oh my god! Um, and dodging deer, that we will pick him up here very quickly to kind of finish to wrap out the show. So, this might be Greg part one. This might be Greg, you know, hodgepodge together. So nice. Anyways, this episode is brought to you by Fatty Z Musky Products. Check us out, FattyZMusky We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, I have the jerk baits. We have the glide baits, the swim baits, the rod holders. The whole variation, run the gamut. So if you're out looking to set up your rig, please give us a fair shake. If you're a musky guy, these are the ticket for you. Um, So we'd like a fair shake. Also, if you're looking for some special colors, GT Rod and Reel has some exclusive colors in their store. So contact Greg. Last time I checked, they're not up on his website, but email him. He has probably a half a dozen exclusive colors. Along with Team Rhino Outdoors, he has his own. Exclusive colors as well. He keeps inventory up pretty well, and he's very fast at shipping, so check those out We are also brought to you by boss Shad BossShad.com. The store is up and going again. He is starting to paint he dug himself out of the hole that he was in so Things are uh, starting to rock and roll there if you're in Ravenna, Ohio. Please check out Mark's bait tackle and ammo and um, He's gonna definitely keep that store going. I talked to Paul just the other day and uh, Marks is going to be keeping a lot of stuff a lot more current, too. So, you also have <coughs> Musky Tackle online that will gladly take some orders for some Boss Shads. And I think that was all for Boss Shad. Mm-hmm. So, you guys catch any fish recently on Boss Shads? Just casting?
1: Trolling. Trolling?
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: Somebody got there first on the orange tiger.
0: The old orange tiger. Mm-hmm. It was nice. perfect. So, all right. With that, we're going to talk about Muddy Creek real quick.
2: Yeah, give us a call, Muddy Creek Fishing Guys, MCfishandGuides dot uh, Vance and I are busy up here at Chautauqua Lake right now, out through November, maybe the second week of November, and uh, we still got lots of openings for the summer, fall, a little bit, little bit in July, not not a whole bunch. So, looking okay. to get out there. We've been getting fish. And a little bit of a grind a little more than we're used to but i think that's throughout the whole muskie community right now i'm hearing the same story so uh give us a call we'll do our best to get you on fish
0: and st croix rods com, maybe google it best on earth check uh if you're looking for a new rod there's tons of rods out there uh give st croix you know a, a good look over they've been around forever just about everyone I know that's serious in fishing has had a St. Croix at one point or another. So, uh, they'll hook you up. And, Greg, hit up your plugs.
3: Uh, oh, you surprised me there. Uh,
0: this uh, ain't your first
3: rodeo. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what?
0: This ain't your first rodeo. <laughs>
3: yeah, give me a call. You can uh, look me up at uh, battlethebeast.com uh, dot com. Uh, you can find the website i'm all over the place right now i just finished my spring season at cave run uh which was okay i guess it wasn't great the weather was a little tough uh um not very consistent which is the way it's been all year right now i just got up to lake saint Clair, um and it's musky fishing there's uh there's been some fish being caught but it's not uh the greatest spring but we are getting some fish i mean we're getting fish about every day and then uh, in the fall want to do a minnesota trophy hunt i'll be up in uh, western minnesota all fall you can get me on instagram you can get me on as my mom calls it the facebook nice. and uh i'm on there and a lot of up-to-date stuff i have cancellations and everything you can also email me at drag at battle the if you want to join my mailing list try to send out a couple little updates every month if i have any cancellations and just random Fishing stuff that I see and and everything, but no, it's been uh, it's been good. Give me a call. We're uh, we're having a having a lot of fun right now.
0: Nice. Well, before we jump into the power rankings, I want to at least clear the air on this one. Did you? This is going to Greg. Use Vance as the whipping boy of your road rules every single stop. For the photograph, I tried to.
3: <laughs> I uh, I tried to make it a point That's so much to do up. that. <laughs> And uh, I put so his uh, name, phone number,
1: um,
3: social security uh, number, email address, <laughs> Mother's and all name. that on the thing <laughs> to, uh, you know, this is how you don't take a picture. Unbelievable. Um, that's what
2: I was, that, that was the goal. <laughs> uh, Vance, Vance took your advice. Opening day, he gets this beautiful 48-incher. He got it up nice and close. He was by himself on the GoPro. And he got ripped apart on the computer again
0: <laughs> for for getting like too
2: close for getting the panoramic or what, what are they calling it? That's a panoramic lens or blah blah blah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> horrible.
2: Yeah, yeah. The I got in fun now. I got you. I, you keep you keep doing that. Who cares what they say? Yeah, you
3: keep doing that.
1: <laughs> I will. <laughs> some, Don't get over it. <laughs> some people didn't even believe it was from Chautauqua.
3: Yeah, well, they're like there, that's not fish enough right here. There you tomorrow. go. Just, as long as the fish looks good, it's all good.
1: Yeah,
0: it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's funny because like it, Like the one comment that stuck out in my head, and I'm paraphrasing, guys. Like nice fish, but we all should be aware that holding the fish out to make it look, he just starts preaching. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean you know how those GoPro, you know how those GoPros are. I mean I was like, oh yeah, baby, I'm taking the Greg Thomas advice. <laughs> and I got so close to that damn thing, you know that like he four doesn't... inches away from that lens.
3: I, I, oh were... yeah, I mean they, they're so wide; they take such a big angle. You, you got to get up there. Or you're, you know everything looks so darn tiny. Mm-hmm. You got to get close. To, you got to get close to them. I mean, if you're, I mean the, the purpose is to see the see the guy's face and the fish. That's the purpose of a good picture.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean you. That's what you said when you were ripping me apart about that damn picture. I mean like I I had the I had that GoPro like up by my trolling motor and I was like standing in the back of the boat on the back casting platform almost with that fish. And I was like, yeah. I'm not doing this again. You were like, I'm This not, is terrible. I'm- Crop this shit out. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. This is garbage. <laughs>
0: hey, up next is Vance. <laughs> and then you were like, Here
1: comes Vance. And I was like, Yeah. So uh if you go out with me, you should hire a photographer because I clearly have <laughs> no idea what I'm bring, doing. <laughs> bring a
3: Polaroid. Just, you know, don't hurt your wrist taking it. That's it's what you got to do. Oh, man.
1: Uh, Good times. you know,
0: I, I did shortly thereafter, after Vance caught that fish, I, I met him at the lake, and I saw him trying to be inconspicuously hiding the the brochure that you print out for road rules, giving yeah. the tips Yeah. And, and like Vance put little <laughs> devil horns on his face and stuff. I
1: thought about it, man. It's uh, it's immediately what happened with me. I was like, screw this. I'm getting close to that GoPro and I'm holding it up. <laughs> yeah. you
3: know. I want it in my lap. Oh. <laughs> That'll work.
1: Unbelievable. That'll work. Unbelievable.
3: Okay. Good stuff. That was fun.
1: Let's get into the, uh,
0: we're rushing through this because Greg's got some really good stories yeah. to talk about. So
1: we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, We'll do power rankings real quick. Uh, we've been doing it since the turn of the year. Send in your submissions. Uh, we'll get you on this ranking. Um, and we are... I have no idea what... Andy's trying to tell me something here, and I really I cannot read. But the power rankings. Uh, doing it since the turn of the year. Send them in. We'll get you involved with this. It, it sparks conversation. Uh, they ranking. should know by now positive things in fishing uh, from four down to four down to one uh, and coming in 4 we'll go with Andy.
0: Okay. I had, I, I pulled an audible last minute. That's what Vance was just telling the world about um, because it don't matter. Uh, my po- my power ranking is when you run something that's important through the washing machine and you pull it out and it still works. L- like? like a pair of earbuds that you really liked because they're your last pair nice and you couldn't find them like for a day and you're like where are they at and then you pull the load out of the washer you're like let me check this pocket and you pull it out and you're like oh my gosh will it work electronics
1: and through the through the through the
0: ringer something i've be- done that be- nice. because I-, I don't know about anybody i mean i know vance does this i can't speak for gregor I can kind of get into vision with uh, Todd's talking would, would say. But when I fish, I generally have my earbuds because if I get a phone call, I don't want to just stand in the boat holding a phone to the side of my head. I can you'll either, drop it. You'll drop it or you'll just. I've
3: dropped six.
2: I've dropped...
0: Oh, my goodness.
3: <laughs> but if, Greg, do you fish with the I've earbuds? I've six. The cell phone company won't insure me. I'm considered a high risk.
0: I, I don't know why. I mean, that doesn't make sense yeah. to me. At least that's what the lady at the AT&T store called me.
1: <laughs> that actually happened to me when I was, I was trying to dry out my rain suit the other day. And uh, I keep my um, Minn Kota remote control, like, clipped onto the thing. Yeah. I came out. Oh, in, yeah. We got, we got poured on. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, you know, stripped down through everything in the, in the, in the dryer. And I hit start on it, and I heard like click, 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 click. The You're thing like, was oh, the- it
0: must have been a roll of quarters I carry around. Yeah, it
1: was. It was that. <laughs> it was the remote. <laughs> I opened that thing up and took it out, but yeah, it hit. It hit a couple cycles in there. Yeah, so- I've done
3: it with GoPro batteries. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, oh, they shit. still work. Or well, those did. <laughs> The best, a, the best is when you put a tube, of, you leave a tube of chapstick in your pocket and you put it in the dryer and it melts and oh, goes everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There it is. That
0: would be awful.
1: That's four. Yeah, Co- coming, in, Good deal. coming in at three. Todd, take it away.
2: Yeah, getting to fish in some nice stable weather. You know, we have not had any of that since our season started advanced. We had one week of stable weather. The stable was, what, like 90 degrees every day, and guess what? We had our best fishing that week.
1: We did it. it just those, has to be.
2: Yeah. It, we, yeah, it just has to be stable. I mean, now we're I fish in monsoon one day. that's sixty degrees and it's eighty and dead flat calm. and The next day it's back to sixty and it just uh, it doesn't bode well for consistent fishing, which is what you need as a fishing guide. Uh, when we have stable weather, that's what I'm looking for. just stable out. Uh, I haven't seen stable weather condition. all year.
1: You've had stable, or yeah. you, you haven't?
3: I, yeah, yeah. No, stable weather to me right now is just two days.
1: Yeah.
2: That's what I yeah. call stable. Yeah, yeah. And that's not good. I mean, it, it doesn't bode well for good fishing. Uh, no. Some nice, stable no. weather. Nice, stable weather, and then you get a big front coming through. Now, that's nice. Like, right now, I mean, I'm dealing with talking to people every day, like, well, there's a cold front coming through. What do you think? And I'm like, well, there was a cold front two days ago. <laughs> it's been a cold front every other day, so I don't know what to tell you. You know, come on down. Let's do, let's fish. Sometimes we catch them. Sometimes we're not doing all that great, but uh, this is as stable as it gets right now. But fishing in stable weather, always something fun to look forward to and usually produces fish.
1: Yeah.
0: I have nothing to add to that.
1: I agree completely. <clears throat> I'm looking at the the whole week here. It's a, it's a it's a cold front for us, and wind like crazy.
0: It
3: was windy. Yeah, rain. we got a lot of wind too. It's gonna. It's not looking. Uh, it's not looking good. The only thing I'm happy about is I was able to reschedule my Thursday, so we weren't out there in the
2: perfect storm. It's that. Uh,
3: yeah. Oh my god. Is it's it? Uh, yeah, we've got nasty wind this week too. I think from what I. The last time i see, say, I don't even like looking at it. But I'm like, five, discouraging if you have like you five it, but... weather apps on your phone, you'll eventually find the one that you like and then just <laughs> yeah. go with that one. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. funny that you kind of bring that up because um, I looked at my one weather you know app and then I looked at the one on the computer and the one that was like, oh, there's a 0% chance of rain today. It rained two times that day.
1: Yeah. And I'm, oh yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah.
3: How can they just put that? it on? Just put it on like Florida, and then just go with that, and just see what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't even do it for the place you're at. Just pick the one you like. It's oh, oh What is that looks looks good. Yeah, you can't you can't
1: even you you can't even attempt to try and do your bookings around that that weather with, like that because it just messes with you. It'll say ten mile an hour winds, and you know damn well it's going to be thirty and just crazy.
3: Well none of the apps ever show gut That's the thing. Yeah. Is, you know, it might be a ten mile hour wind, but then you know, you gotta at least take half of that for a gut so you're gonna look at fifteen. Mm-hmm. And when you're on the lake, no one's ever like, Oh, well it's you know, it doesn't gust that much it's just it's all the time. All well, they just say what it's gonna be.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the average is ten. You're gonna see twenties. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you know it's gonna get like that and then I don't know. It's it's I
1: don't like the weather. Yeah, especially dealing on Saint Clair like that. That's that's wild. Yeah,
3: because it's so small I and mean, it never gets rough. Yeah. And <laughs> I I, I know, know like
0: why it. your boat is orange so the uh, Coast Guard can find it, right?
3: Well, exactly. Yeah, I passed my Coast Guard inspection. I got all my life jackets, whaling buckets, <laughs> horn. Oh so, yeah, rape whistle. All that good stuff. <laughs> rape whistle. Uh, what are you, who are the you boat? carrying? <laughs> Well, I got I got everything I need. <laughs> okay, we'll drop that subject. <laughs>
1: uh, rape was we we're gonna have your to mattress. Pick.
3: <laughs> yes, I got a mattress in there to plug holes. And, yeah, uh, oh mattress yeah. To plug a hole.
1: Yeah. I forgot the, about uh, that.
3: A yeah, ma- yeah, oh, yeah. You gotta you gotta have a mattress. They, I I don't have a mattress, but they wanted me to carry one, so oh well.
1: That goes uh, hand in hand with a, a rape whistle. Yeah. Nice little bedding area. <laughs> a bedding yeah, area.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't cause any luck. It doesn't oh cause any luck. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this
0: is off the rails. This <laughs> is off
1: the rails. I'm going to go into uh, coming in at two. Uh, in this week's podcast, Power Ranking is going to be mine. Is when you put a client on a fish, um, it could be the first. It uh, could be a really nice one. But they uh they end up getting a replica done of it.
0: And, I have no horse in this yeah. race.
1: So. and uh you know Yeah,
3: that's, no, that's always that's always good. As long as it, you know, if they get a good replica uh of the fish, it's something they can keep and it's it's really uh yeah, I mean the replicas have gotten so good now. I mean, geez, you don't even need to get a real fish done. I mean it's the uh, the replicas are, are unbelievable. Yeah, they are
1: that happened that happened this week uh and we'll get into it on a different podcast but we uh, i had a client uh get his personal best in his first and it was a big one and it was it, and was it was an important bait too it was an important bait um and yeah he was like i got this guy on speed dial uh i was looking to do this you know he he booked a half day charter and he was like yeah I, I wanted to get a replica done. I was like, man, you you really lucked out uh in 4 hours of fishing <laughs> yeah. to get to get your replica done today. Well, that's all it takes. Yeah. That's all it takes. Everybody knows that. Yeah, just quick 4 hours, get the replica and you, and you're done. But yeah, they, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they that off. They the lucked bucket. out, man. They they knew the the two big replica names in in the uh, musky Realm and added on speed. That was hilarious. I was like, "Sweet, cool.
3: We're done." Right, good. Well, they'll get yeah, you know, like I said, no matter who you get it from, if you get it from Lax or Fatante, they both do a, a nice job. Um there's several other guys too I've heard pop up that, but those two guys I just know their work and they uh they always do nice job. Most of uh, you hear very little complaints about their stuff.
1: hmm Solid. So that was two. Um coming in at one. Greg Thomas.
3: Is this mine? Yeah. What do you All got, right. man? You could spin this it however is, you I'm, want. I'm not being totally serious here, but make you know when you're out in the boat, everything's going good. It's hot, and someone—well, my favorite—is to make sure that you have lunch. That you have a good lunch in the boat.
1: Oh, that's to me, that's
3: one of the most important things. Because there's nothing yeah. like, especially on a long day when you're out there, you have nothing to eat in the boat. You can't concentrate on what you're doing. Everybody's miserable, and the days of me eating a stick of beef jerky and a payday bar are over. So <laughs> they're done. If you're out there. If you, if you if you don't have anything to drink or eat, it definitely makes for a rough day. So I think that to I me, mean, that's one of the more important things too.
2: So,
0: so Greg, what you're saying is that you that is the the turning point. That's like
3: over the hill for you is
0: slim gyms and and candy bars. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. I used to be able to do
3: that, and my body will actually go into convulsions, so I don't think that'd be a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But lunch is a big key for the boat. I mean, stable weather, good. Uh, You know, washing things, good. Um, You know, replica, good. (laughs) <laughs> but, let's let's get some sandwiches in this thing. That's what I'm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, <laughs> well, what's that, your The first, makes, the makes first time
2: it. I ever, the first time I ever fished with Greg, he brought a four pack of bananas. Oh my god! I, I don't know if he remembers that, but
0: No, let's hear about it, though.
2: No, no, we went. We fished out at, at uh, Cave Cave Run together, myself, Dale, and uh, Greg, and he had he had bananas. which I don't, I'm not superstitious. I never thought anything of it, but. Now, as if we've gotten older, I see how big a no-no bananas were, but that's what Greg brought for lunch was a couple bananas. I don't know if he does it anymore, but that's what he did. I right like there. bananas. I can't help yeah.
1: it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I do, too. don't <laughs> judge me. Do you still eat them on the boat, Greg?
3: Yeah. I, I eat bananas. I, I wear a banana yeah. hat. I'll put banana boat sunscreen. I'll put it on the banana. <laughs> it's, uh, it. A banana boat sunscreen, No
2: superstition here. No. I feel the
3: same way. Yeah, I love
2: what?
1: that. Uh, that's a great. That's a great snack for the boat. I mean, potassium, carbs. It gets you going.
3: Gets anything gets me going. Just as long as it's not beef jerky and candy bars, I'm good.
1: I know that's so. Uh, that's so gross. You you do like hit a wall out there. And that well, you
3: do. You know, everybody. You know, it's a tough day, and you want to fish a little bit longer, and you're hungry. You can't think good. I I don't know. I think. Me, that's the older I get, the more important that gets. I mean, if you can't think when you're out there, you're no good to nobody.
0: Now, do you have one of them little grills that fit into your track and you're out there flipping burgers?
3: Uh, no, we did that one time and uh, I got food poisoning and uh, <laughs> what, actually, what threw did up you for cook four chicken? hours, so that was fun.
1: Wait, did you cook chicken?
3: No, we cooked uh, pre made. <laughs> burgers that had green onions in it i cannot look at a green onion now or smell them without gay that's disgusting (laughs) but i did have a guy make chili in the bottom of the boat one day oh and we did cook hot dogs on a heater that we had in the boat in the fall nice but uh i don't recommend any of that either
0: okay so so because (laughs) of the food poisoning you axed the grill
3: in the green well, one. the guy that would come with me, he brought a grill.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it might have been yours, and you're like, "I'm not doing this again, you grill."
3: No, 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 no. He brought it with him, and I was all for it. Yeah, hot food. It was in November. <laughs> this will be great. <clears throat> the botulism, on the other hand, was not the bad. The botulism. Uh, <laughs> that that was the uh, that was a down that was a that was a downturn. Of the day when I started vomiting. <laughs> what, I've
0: had food poisoning one, one time in my life, and it ranks in well, the top three of the worst things that's ever happened to me. Especially, and, uh, well, it's terrible. Yeah, it comes out both ends because as soon as you start oh, puking, oh, it, it, you, there's it no did, control which
3: in. was really fun in the boat. That was a good. <laughs> that's
1: boat. what I mean. I, I don't know if I could do that in front of somebody. You know. You know what I'm saying? I just
0: jump in the water. That's all. You in the
1: do. in the fall forget that
0: you, you got pride you got to do it oh man be a man
3: well oh yeah i mean it, it, it's good. slightly awkward but that's, <laughs> this,
2: that's slightly, uh, hey, slightly you gotta roll with the punches did you tell him thanks for bringing lunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly did he thanks. get sick too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you so much while i dry you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
3: did, did thanks the, for the burger. did the guy get sick too uh, no, apparently mine was the only one that was the bad one. <laughs> so, I felt good about that. Oh, dude.
0: <laughs>
3: and then we read the date on the package. I go, when did you get these? He goes, I don't know, my wife had them in the freezer. And I go, oh, really? Let's, let's check out the date. I go, oh, they're only a year uh, out of date.
2: Oh. <laughs> out of date. <laughs> oh.
3: <Yeah. laughs> That's good.
2: That's going to be good.
1: Good lunch. Uh, Sandwiches. Yeah. Bananas. Was,
2: yeah.
3: That that I go, what happened to bologna? Whatever happened to ham? Yeah. Milk. Bologna. make me puke. That's good.
1: Un- underrated bologna on the boat.
3: That's good stuff. Dear bologna. Exactly. exactly. Just make sure you put it on ice. Don't leave it set now. Not the best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like to have it next to my mayonnaise and milk in the
3: sun. Terrible. Yeah. yeah I, like, I like mayonnaise when it actually makes the bottle swell up. That's, oh when it gets God. That's, when you, that's when you know it's done that's when you
1: know that's, it's that's done that's how you get the
0: bottle back to shape after squeezing it really hard
1: mm.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> that's why stuff like you know you, you pack that stuff that's why you know beef jerky in the in the candy bar or protein bar are like the go-to but that stuff rips you up inside oh you know they
3: can especially if the beef jerky's
1: out of
0: date yeah <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh where that's are you getting plant. all this food at <laughs> it's out of date
1: Honestly, because you're out there grinding, you know, and you got to concentrate and stuff like that. You know, I I start to feel like crap in, in the middle of the day a lot. And I'm like, man, I should eat something. But, you know, I basically am on an empty stomach right now. I had a coffee. I feel like trash, you know.
3: Oh, it's important. I mean, I you know, I I just you know, especially me, like coming into the evening when you want to stay out there, but yeah, you can't, you know, you're starving to death. But mm-hmm. It sucks because, like I say, Claire, you know, we can't just run in and grab something to eat. You know, it's, you gotta, uh, you know, I mean, we're out. You know, some days we're out twenty miles, and you're just like, oh, well, yeah, and you you don't, you know, you don't really want to drink the water. Uh, mm. So it's, uh, you know, I don't know, good cooler. A good cooler with food, drinks, to me, that's one of the most important things.
1: Beautiful. That'll wrap up the the power rankings. Four, electronics through the ringer, and they still work. Three, stable weather. Two, replica done. uh, And one, a good lunch on the boat.
3: Exactly. No botulism.
1: Yeah, something that makes it No
3: botulism. Check the date. Check the date. Check the date. (laughs) Don't
0: let the rats chew on it.
1: Oh, man. Okay, let's get into this thing.
0: Okay, right now, like I alluded earlier, Greg is driving to St. Clair from, it was the Eagle River, correct? PMTT. All right, why don't you uh, take it from the beginning? You guys were fresh off your uh, cave run trip, you and Tony. We had Tony on discussing that. So we have you on to discuss this big win you had. So what was it like winning two first places?
2: (laughs) Uh, I
3: wish that's the way it was. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, oh,
0: oh, I'm sorry. What now? No, I'm. I was. That was, the whole thing was a joke. I, I kept a straight face to see what Vance would do. But uh, so, anyways, I'm sorry. What happened? What, what happened, happened today, man? Or yesterday? We
3: uh, we didn't do anything today. We caught one yesterday, and of course, uh, nothing went right. Um, we I, uh, how was pre-fishing? You know, start went, there. What now?
0: Start from pre-fishing.
3: Pre-fishing. You, okay. When did you get up there? Pre-fishing Tell the whole be, story. Uh, we actually got onto a boat better. It, it was a you know we basically you know Eagle River up in Wisconsin that opened up trolling last year or two years ago. Uh, they opened it up July first. Uh, it's kind of a weird deal still though because you can't run more than lines regardless of how many people's in the boat. Right. So it's uh, if you got four people in the boat, it's still just two lines. Um. So, but you know, with two guys in the boat, we could each have a rod. And we were able to get on some fish uh, trolling, which was the first time I'd ever really trolled there. But we did a little bit last year, with more of a weed. Uh, the fish were up in the weeds a little bit more uh, for us. And, and this year we moved a few fish in the weeds. They're just like everywhere else has been. I mean, you know, the weather's really unstable. They had a lot of high water this spring. The water was really dirty compared to what it usually. It's always dirty, but it was really dirty. Um pretty much you didn't know if he had a follow unless it's tail popped out of the water or, uh it was pretty uh, pretty stained water. And uh the fish pre fishing, um casting, we moved a few. Um Tony actually caught a really nice one pre fishing on Tuesday before I got up there. Um that was a uh, nice, really nice fish for up there, a forty six and a half. Um fishing open water. Um, I actually caught it on a cowgirl over 18 feet of water. And then, you know, we fished a lot of weed edges, but then we started trolling midday on Thursday, and we were able to pick up some fish. It seemed like a lot of the bait was hanging out like 12 to 15 feet. And, you know, in the tournaments, we didn't really want to try trolling real high up in the weeds because if you got a lot of cat you, know, you just can't, you know, you just don't have the room to to troll through that. Um, the spots are smaller, you know, the weeds up there, the weed line grows out to maybe seven feet um, at the most, and that's the really deep stuff. Uh, so, it, it you, you know, we weren't able to get up in the shallow stuff, but it did turn out the team that won it, um, for, uh, Troy Bilberry, him and his partner won it, uh, actually trolling showgirl bucktails up in like five feet of water. But They were having to really pick and choose their spots to do it, but... Pre-fishing, we just stayed out a little bit deeper and we're catching fish, uh, trolling. Our best bait was uh, baby depth trader, uh, black perch. Everything we caught was on black perch. Uh, most all of them were on a baby depth trader. We did get one on the new Leo uh, Mojo, but again, in the black perch color. So we had the color dialed in that we thought was going to do it. And uh, One of the issues, though, too, is we were fishing. We caught fish on three different lakes. So, and up there, you know, time is an issue because you got thoroughfares going between the lakes, so it takes time to get to places. So you got to kind of figure out, okay, where do you, we think we're going to have the best shot? And uh, we actually uh, uh, were able to fish a couple different lakes uh, that were relatively close. And Saturday, about 11 o'clock, we're trolling, the rod goes off, you know, get the fish. It was 36 inches, but it absolutely swallowed the bait. I mean, just swallowed it. And uh, it was a a nice fish, but the issue was, as I said, it swallowed the bait. It went way back in its mouth, and I'm like, there's blood everywhere. I'm going, this is is not going to be good. It's
1: not going to be the extra uh, 10 points. What now? Is it going to be the extra 10 points for the good release? The
3: extra 10 points for the good release. Well, let's just say we did not get the extra 10 points (sighs) uh, for the good release because I released it, it swam about 20 feet, and rolled over. And... I worked with it. Uh, we worked with it for probably 45 minutes. I mean, we were working with that fish, and I mean, there was a lot of people around us. Everybody's going, well, <laughs> "You guys still work?" Uh, and basically, the fish died. First fish I'd killed in the tournament. And I've been doing it 19 years, and it's the first time I'd ever had one die, and uh, in a tournament.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: and uh, basically, you know, Wisconsin rule is you know the fish died. We didn't keep the fish. Um, Was it legal size? What?
0: Was it legal size?
3: Yes, it would have been legal size. Actually, I don't know that, actually. I think it's 36 there. I I do think it's 36 inches or 34. Uh, I don't know if they bumped up to 40 on that chain or not. Um, But I'm pretty sure it was legal size. And so we just had to leave it. And we, uh, you know, but what that does, you know, we called Tim... Uh, the guy that Tim the guy that runs the tournament and, and uh, you know, so we didn't get the the bonus points, and then, but also, the the, the bad thing was that uh, the other bad thing was, um, I was done. I couldn't fish anymore. Wow, uh, that day because it was basically you know that's your one fish that you caught and took possession of. So I was done. I couldn't touch the rod. I couldn't tune a bait. All I was allowed to do was drive the boat and net if we needed to. So now we're down to one rod, and that didn't work out too well for us. But uh, oh man!
0: So it cost ten points. Like I, I, I knew about this before. You know, uh, you got here, Vance, and I talked. I was talking to Todd. Would you say that worked out to be like catching a thirty-three or something?
3: It worked out to be, to be uh, like catching a 33-and-a-half-incher uh, because the 10 points are equivalent to two and a half inches And so, you know, we, we're we going to get, you know, point-wise, we go down for, you know, a 33-and-a-half-incher because of the, uh, we didn't get the good release points that, you know, everybody else gets for a 36-inch fish. So that really, uh, that kind of hurt us. I wouldn't have made a difference in the, you know, whether we'd made the board or not, because there was just there was a record number of fish caught on on Saturday. There was fifty nine fish caught. And um wow. I I honestly don't know how many was caught today. I'm still waiting to to hear the total number for today, but uh the guys in the lead yesterday did end up winning it. Their their three fish held up. Um but there was a lot of you know, there was just a lot of fish caught. I mean that chain has a lot of monkeys in it. Um, big biggest fish was forty five and a half inch tiger. It was A beautiful fish. Um, uh, Mark the uh, got that. I, you know him, Mike caught. Oh yeah, you know Mark. Yeah, he got it. It was a really really nice tiger, big fat one. It it, it, it was a really really pretty fish, and and they ended up getting some more fish and just a lot of fish caught. But you know the interesting thing is you know Wisconsin didn't have a trolling. You know that trolling was brand new up there. As of two years ago, and it seemed like the trolling pretty much dominated. The I mean, there was guys that caught fish cast. There was a few people on the leader on the top ten that got fish cast, and but a lot of fish were caught trolling. Um, and I think it really opened up some eyes to the people up there. Uh, I'm going by a hitchhiker now. Do you want to see if he wants to be on the podcast?
0: Absolutely. I'm not in the <laughs> yeah. truck.
3: Pick, Pick him, up. him up. Get him. Yeah, he looks he looks nice. We'll put him in the boat. Like a, Your boat or Tony's?
2: Get some good hair,
3: um, <laughs> but the uh, the uh, you know so it did seem like the trolling dominated it, and uh, I think it really opened up their eyes up there a little bit. I mean, it you know a lot of those guys don't even have rod holders on their boat. I mean, Mark was trolling out there and he was I don't know really what he was using, but he couldn't get his boat slow enough, so he was dragging two buckets behind the boat to slow himself down.
1: Oh my um, goodness!
3: But uh, like I said, a lot of guys up there aren't equipped to do any trolling, so it, it was uh, pretty interesting, but pretty impressive, too, that that there was a lot of fish caught um, doing that pattern, I think it really opened up some eyes to some people up there.
1: So a lot of these fish were caught trolling in the past two yeah.
3: days? Oh my. Yeah, there was a lot of fish caught trolling. I, I think the top, you know, I have not seen the board, uh, but I would say at least three out of the top five were trolling, Um, probably seven out of the top 10 were trolling. Um, I mean, Jason Summers, who fished with his, uh, 12 year old son, he got his first muskie on Friday and they ended up getting four fish on Saturday. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, but they, you know, it, it was a good tournament. I mean, uh, everybody was really, uh, really pleased with the results and, and it has been really tough up there you know i mean but everybody had been casting, you know it was all, uh, you know all the guys cast and were really complaining all week i fished with a uh, a buddy of mine up there on friday who lives up there and he said it's just been horrible and but he had never drilled in his life and we ended up catching two friday it was the first two fish he'd ever seen pot trolling. um so and he was asking a lot of questions so i think he'll probably be getting into it a little bit
0: now, how was the general population of muskie fishermen receiving this trolling? Uh, it, it's- uh,
3: you know what? Most of the guys, you know, the thing I'm noticing with the tournaments is there's a lot more younger guys getting into it. I don't know if you guys noticed that, Todd or Vance, when you did yeah. cave run, but there's a yeah, lot of sure. younger teams getting into it, which is good to see. Um, uh, there's still, you know, parallel, you know the, the older guys, the more traditional guys and stuff, they were, you know, you'd hear some grumbling and stuff like that, but you know, it's, it's changed. People hate change. And, uh, I just think it's another pattern that, you know, if you're going to fish up there, you know, it's something that, you know, if it's legal, I think it's something that you need to at least, you know, familiarize yourself with. And, and I, you know, and I talked to some of the local guys up there and they were all like, yeah, I mean, it's just a new thing. And, and they, you know, we're being honest. They're like, we just don't know what we're doing. Um, so it's tough if you don't if you haven't really done it before and you're 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 struggling with it, it's kind of hard to fish a tournament doing something that you've never done before. Um, that's a hard thing to do, especially if you're on your home water and and everything. It's tough to do it, but that's what's nice about tournaments. You learn a lot. You know, you learn more patterns. You learn how to fish a different way. And that's what I've always loved about tournaments. You just learn how to do some stuff differently. Hmm.
0: So. <clears throat> um... You, you didn't stick around to see what the hot the hot baits were, or were people just saying crankbaits or whatever?
3: Uh, there was a lot of depth traders. It seemed like uh, full-size and baby depth traders. Baby depth trader was our best bait. Um, you had to get down there. It seemed like, you know, 45, <coughs> 55 feet back. Uh, there was some fish caught on 22 shorts, I know. Uh, but you had to get your bait within four... It seemed like four feet of the bottom, if you're trolling that 12 to 15 feet. Um, Ten feet down was kind of the kind of the deal. That's where a lot of the bait was. Um, the the change just loaded with bait fish. So, you know, it was, you know, basically what we were doing is we weren't looking for, you know, you'd go through an area and it'd just be just big, huge clouds of bait that just seemed like it never ended. But, you know, what I was looking for was the broken up bait, you know, the little small pods of bait. Uh, looking, you know, with the side scan, the down imaging, you kind of see if there's fish working it. And uh, that's what we were doing. And all the fish we caught were in those broken balls of bait. You could actually see and and mark fish and just tell that, you know, whether it was musky or walleye or whatever, you could tell there was fish feeding on it because you could just see by the way the bait was positioned in the water. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's what we were doing, was trying to find those broken up clouds of bait and get those. I mean, the fish we caught, one of the few times I ever called one, uh, we went over. Uh, we, we got into some bait, and I got and there was a nice big arc about three feet off the bottom. And uh, I had a baby depth trader on. We were in a little deeper water, so I let it back seventy-five feet and went maybe fifty, 50 feet and caught it. So nice. that was, uh, you know, they they were just, you know, it just seemed like if you found the big clouds of bait, there wasn't, you know, it was almost like they weren't working it. it wasn't that many. We didn't get any fish out of that, but we found the little pods of bait all broken up, where you could tell that you know it wasn't a straight line of bait. It was more of just little pods of it. uh That seemed to definitely be the the key for us to to get fish to bite. At least pre-fishing today, we couldn't get a fish to bite for nothing. We were we were working all our stuff and and everything, and it, and it you know that chain up there. You know, it's not like I know it that well. I mean, I know it pretty good, but. You know, the trolling. I don't. It's kind of a new thing. And, you know, we kind of keyed in on a couple spots that looked good. I think we might have been better off just running and just covering water, you know, just kind of making a, you know, those lakes are so small, you can troll around them in an hour. And I think, you know, looking back on it, we were, instead of camping on a few good-looking spots, we should have just covered water and, and just kept moving. Hmm.
1: And let me just, for clarity, anybody listening, uh, you know, say I went up there and I had five people in my boat. We could only run two rods total.
3: Two rods. It's a two rod uh, limit per boat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you can't you can't run. Anymore. now? There is rumor they're going to change that to three, but right now it's two rods. You no know, matter if there's you know two of you in the boat. If there's one of you in the boat, you got one rod. If there's two of them in your boat you got two rods if there's you know 15 people in the boat you got two rods
1: that's strange it is very that, 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 it's
2: that's very, st- very very that's very unique yeah, yeah
1: it's it
2: it, It's different strange
1: strange yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say really strange weird. Todd yeah. says something polite and unique <laughs> um yeah yeah I mean so they take away in in uh, in Wisconsin it's one rod a man right
3: well in that area it's it's weird because in southern Wisconsin and in like Green Bay on the Great Lakes, it's a different. I think it's three rods a guy or something like that. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. southern Wisconsin, um, it's like south of Highway Ten. I think is how they do it. Uh, you control. Um, I think in south of Highway Ten, you, there's a different limit. Okay, uh, but like the Northwoods, the Northern Wisconsin, Eagle River, you know, the the Vilas County, Oneida County um hayward i think it's uh i i'm almost positive they're in the two rods per uh per boat limit and at least they're allowing the trolling now which is huge because it's going to keep you know older guys uh it's going to keep your older fishermen that that kind of couldn't can't cast all day anymore i think it's going to keep them active and and keep them actually out there muskie fishing
1: let me ask you this um if I just went up there alone, could I put out two rods by myself?
3: No, if, it, if you're by yourself, it's one rod. Okay.
1: All right. Cool. Yeah. That's wow. So
3: it, yeah, it, it's it's uh, a you know it, it's a weird law, but I mean at least they're allowing trolling now, and I think it's going to actually help. It's definitely going to help people uh, catch more fish and and discover new patterns. And, and I guarantee you, the size of the fish are, are gonna you know they're going to get an increase in size of fish as well.
0: For sure. Now, <clears throat> during the tournament, after you had your fish not swim away, do you feel that it really hurt your odds only running one rod? I mean, oh, what yeah. time was I mean, it? We have mean, another
3: bait out there because we couldn't experiment, really. I mean, you know, because we had the one bait that we weren't going to take off because it had a, of six bites, it had five of them. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, so it, well, I, I, we'd been stupid to take that bait off. Uh, we had uh, complete confidence in it, and you know, I mean, when it's when it's like that, it's it's hard. You know, you know, we, the other, you know, with one more rod, we could experiment. Like today, we just kept experimenting with the other rod, going with this, going with that, doing this, doing that, and that was kind of the the deal. was you know, we we did, we couldn't do that, so we just had to kind of go with it, and the casting bite. You know the, the way the cast and body had been for us, it was, you know, we didn't want to cast, and uh, because it's still one bait, it'd be me just back there. I don't know, reading a book, I working a crossword. I don't know, but it uh, It was, you know, so from eleven o'clock to four o'clock, I was just, I was just driving a boat and keeping my one hand on the wheel, and the other hand on the side of the boat because I was the only way I could do. It. If I hadn't done that, I'd been I'd been over there checking, the, you know, I'm. Uh, Anal about checking rods all the time, and it was it was tough for me.
0: (laughs) Were were you shouting orders to Tony saying check that?
3: Tony got yelled at a lot. Yes, Yes, there was a lot of yelling, (laughs) and uh, Tony was check check your rod, Tony. Your one rod. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You have one job right now. You look that way. I don't care what's on Facebook. Look that way. That was pretty much what I was doing.
1: It was probably good that you were the designated net man for a day. Just hypothetically if,
3: if, he did a really good job on the net job we've been practicing throwing frisbees in the lake and he had to go net them <laughs> and uh <laughs> everything so he uh we had him all good i gave him a pep talk and he'd been uh he wore a headband so he was all ready to go um so but then but when, we, the, uh,
0: when the roles got reversed <laughs> were you there with like a damp rag hitting his forehead as he's checking his rod
3: yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I had I had the tiger playing on the phone. And <laughs> Montage. He was he was all pumped up. Uh, but
2: I won't the, let you uh, down, Greg. Yeah, though the net down.
3: job went good. That all went good. He had had a horrible week though. Driving up there, he lost a tire. Uh, he lost a tire. On, yeah, it came off the side of the boat. Well, actually, it didn't come off. The hub blew. Oh,
0: and it okay. It took him.
3: It took him. Uh, he was he was stuck in Milwaukee, sleeping in a. Holiday Inn Express parking lot and had to call three tow trucks. Nobody could get the tire off and weld it on there. Ranger tires are the worst. I mean, they are. They build a great boat, but they're, hey, they, they all, the, the the if you travel much, you got to check your hubs. and
2: even if you check them,
3: there's a good chance something bad's going to happen. Uh, the, the tire busted off. We finally got the tire off. He had to drive to Eagle River and 143 miles on three tires, uh, which is
1: fun. You guys do this every year. What now? You guys do this every year. It's always like a disaster.
3: There's got to be something stupid happen. So I bring up my hub because we have a trailer made the same year, but, of course, it's Ranger Boats, so that means, of course, the hubs don't match. Because my trailer and his trailer (laughs) are completely different. Uh, Why wouldn't they be? They were made the same year. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the, 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 so we had to order a full new hub assembly so we were luckily up there at one of the resorts we paid the resort and they let us keep the boat in the water uh, at the dock but then while we're out there fishing the trolling motor broke he's got one of those alteras that raises up by itself
1: oh my okay
3: one of those and it got huh
1: it got stuck
3: it got stuck in the up position. It was up as high as it would go, and it would not go down. Right. So did he lean on it? Had,
0: like well, the push, had, did he push it down? Like put put some weight <laughs> to see if he could get it to go down?
1: That's a low blow. It man. would
0: go
3: down. It wouldn't stow.
0: Oh, it wouldn't.
3: Okay. It wouldn't stow. So we couldn't. We could either drive around with a trolling motor sticking up straight in the air, oh or try to fix it. So we're on the phone. We called some friends down in Mozambique. that uh, Chuck Broad down there at Sportsman's Repair, who's a, he's a big Minn Kota, uh, oh, not dealer, but, um, service, service center. Rep. And there's like a little, I don't know, the thing that actually brings it up and shows it, uh, flipped off of its handle or off its, uh, I don't know what you'd even call it, out of place. So we had to, basically I'm doing boat, I'm doing trolling motor maintenance out there and we were able to get the... Yeah, we'd take the side of the trolling motor off, and but you know, about an hour it took us, but we finally got it to to work. Uh, but yeah, it was just a typical disaster. Um, we just it just seemed like everything we touched broke. We had duck finders. we were having to rewire, and Tony broke his false teeth today eating a peanut, which was really funny. Oh my! Uh, gosh. When the, when that happened
0: why uh, was it funny this man yeah. just had some dental work fail on him
3: yeah we had uh he's got he had a, he's got a, a dental plate from a car wreck when he was a kid so it broke in half so we're looking for effort in the boat which i never thought i'd ever have to do that but what that it's was maybe next funny. to the
0: mattress <laughs> <laughs> Men's
1: next
3: to the mattress all, all the stuff I, you're
2: talking I, about Jason jake i mean i, I love whistle. fishing the mcc it's uh, it's fun I've always just said I, I would still be doing them all if someone would have my rig sitting there for me when I, like, flew in because I don't miss the travel. I don't miss that type of stuff because of the stuff you're talking about.
3: Oh, that's no, just thing, people, breaking, that's the stuff, stuff on people the fly. don't see. You know, we pulled the boat out of the water today. We had a flat tire. Um on, oh, Tell I me. Mean, were- just, everything we touched was like it wasn't working. I so you lost
0: a tire, you broke a trolling motor, you broke your teeth, and you got a flat so tire. Tony broke
3: his teeth, yes. Yeah, not was... your teeth, but you know what I meant. <laughs> so, and he about choked to death when I caught the fish because he was eating a piece of sausage. And falling in a hole. <laughs> and, uh, we I'm just fucked. talked about a good lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just talked <laughs> about a good I have lunch. I to do the Heimlich on him because he's gagging. No, you <laughs> didn't. No, you so, didn't. Was... Did you really have to do that?
1: What? Did you really have to perform the Heimlich? No, but he was
3: like, ah. <laughs> 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 he was, like,
2: whatever you do, get this fish in the net before you fall over. Exactly. <laughs> I
3: was just like, I to get an insurance policy on him because uh, he was. Uh, you know,
2: <laughs> was <yeah>. this before
3: or <laughs> after he broke his teeth? Uh, that was after. That was before. Yeah, because he couldn't eat solids after the peach broke. Oh, my so, God. Greg, will you get me a milkshake? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to put, put one egg in there and eat some protein. Oh, you're going to see that when he sneezed and they flew out. Oh, he tried to put it back in, and there's, there's teeth laying on the floor. And it okay.
0: Dude. So, wait, did, did he know that they were bad? And he's like, I'm just going to play this off. And then he sneezed and they flew out. Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: Well, no, he's like, all of a sudden, he's sitting back there, I go, check that rod, and he's not, I just didn't think he was listening to me, and I go, what are you doing, check that rod, and he's got teeth in his hand. I go, what, where did you get those? <laughs> where did you get I've those? been looking <laughs> for those. <laughs> yeah, I go, what? what, Why? where did those come from? <laughs> so... Yeah. Oh. yeah. So we are trying. To, we tried to come back with Gorilla Glue. That His teeth with Gorilla
1: You're kidding.
3: With no, your... oh no. It was... <laughs>
1: oh my God.
3: It was like the experience. You oh, probably,
0: you know.
1: I mean, these are the better stories in the fishing. I mean, the, <laughs> the disasters <laughs> they are. of all these. Well,
2: yeah, that's the stuff we all like to think about. Oh, guiding, it's great. Oh my gosh, oh, BMTT, it's great. This stuff happens when you're driving around like that. I mean, gosh.
3: All right, well, my first two guys I had, I had pukers.
2: I had two people puke.
3: Oh, great. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Do, do you have a bucket, or you yeah. just push them
0: to say go over the edge? What? Do, do you have a bucket that they puke in, or you just
3: tell them to, to chum? No, I got a bucket to poop in, but I don't have a bucket for puke. Uh, speaking of the swooping bucket, here's a good story for you. I'm all ears. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm all ears. Let's do this. I got one of my – the name will be uh, retracted because I don't want to embarrass somebody too bad. But we're out there on St. Clair, and, of course, you can't go to the bathroom. I mean, it's just nope. bottom line. We're out too far from shore. We got trolling rigs and stuff, and, and one of my old uh, – one of my clients i've been fishing with for a long time he's like i gotta go i'm like well, here's the bucket and um and so you know we're in i'm driving the boat, no big deal and uh the uh he's like well what do i do with it i go throw it over the side i don't want i don't want that stuff in here you opened up your uh, pocket goes, right what
0: you opened up your pocket and said here put
2: it in here
3: Hey, yeah, brother. please. You, you <laughs> see that compartment right there? I've been saying. Put it in
2: the compartment uh, I have up front there, yeah. The
3: toilet yeah, and the cuddy. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a compost pile going here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get a garden going here. Um, the uh, So I'm like, throw it on the side. Well, he goes with the, the way, and he pours it on his partner.
0: That on his was partner. a bad day. Like, on his face, or did some hit his shoe?
3: Oh no, no! We're talking like uh, uh, over the head.
1: Oh my God!
3: It, it was uh, it was pretty bad, and oh. I, I don't really know what happened because I was laying in the floor, uh, hyperventilating. I was laughing so hard <laughs> uh, when it happened, so I don't really know what. All I know is there was a T-shirt floating around Lake Saint Clair oh. and a hat. Uh, after that,
1: <laughs> were you tro- were you trolling when this was going on?
3: yes we were trolling and it was uh yeah it was uh everybody should be a fishing guide it's easy it's nice well yeah all all kinds of good stuff i talked to a
0: guy that that was in your boat that had to use your bucket and he said that you make them go on the front deck to, to to use it when you're driving so you stare at them is that true no,
3: I don't. No, I try to have conversations though. At least. I
0: try to have just conversations. Talk them through. No, that, that was a joke. Yeah. I did not talk to anyone from your
3: boat. I just wanted to see. how you'd say
1: Yeah, so you, you 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 just
3: don't don't make eye contact. That's when it gets weird. You just yeah, just have a oh just have God. a nice leisurely conversation.
0: So how's it going back there?
3: <laughs> the done? best thing to do though. I did it to one guy because thought uh, it would be funny. Him and his buddies that were fishing with me, we decided to get together and take a selfie. And he didn't realize we were doing it. He was right behind us. Um, Facebook Live that. No. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Oh
1: my god.
3: So yeah, it's fun to be a fishing guide and driving around and having everything happen. So uh,
0: okay, let's easy. get let's get back to this past weekend. How did you fix Tony's mouth?
3: How did we fix that? Well, we didn't. He had, we had, uh, we tried to glue it all back in and it wouldn't, uh, we couldn't find the effort. it. he said he had some in the boat. I have, I guess he's, you know, he was a boy scout, always bring stuff to fix your teeth. And, uh, we couldn't find it. So he had to pretty much sit there, you know, teeth on the dash after it flew out of his mouth when he sneezed. And, uh, it, uh, that was it. So now he's looking for an affordable dentist and, uh, eagle river
0: okay i i would i'm gonna call back to earlier with you talking about dropping your cell phone in the water i wouldn't have those on the dash they'd be in my pocket with my hand over my pocket making sure they're there every three seconds
1: yeah but you know back to the teeth why, why would gorilla glue be
0: even on the table Yeah, and then
1: you stick that in your mouth. I mean, I would probably just shelf the teeth and be like, I'm going to get this taken care
0: of after the fishing day.
3: Yeah, Gorilla Glue, we found out, is not edible.
0: (laughs) Don't eat
3: that. That's not (laughs) supposed to be in your mouth.
0: Because it it ripped his stomach apart, right? Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, we we
3: looked at it, you know, we read the label, and that was not, fixing teeth was not not one of the uh, usage. Um. Uh, But we were kind of desperate there, so oh my god
0: <laughs> that was that was incredible that's yeah
3: a... they it was a great it was a great weekend up north uh all the good stuff happening but uh, we got through it. we got a fish so everything uh
1: i mean and everything that, was good yeah and that i mean you get points
0: for that obviously
1: that's the... big. you're yeah, pretty
3: that's big.
0: much a shoe-in to the invitational
3: right yeah, we won the tournament. I mean, you know, if you win a tournament, you fish two. You know, as long you win, if you win one tournament and fish another event, you'll make the championship um, automatically. Uh, but we're just, you know, after uh, you know, but that'll give us some points towards team of the year. I don't know, you know. The first tournament, you know, we won it, so we were in the lead for team of the year. But you know, it's going to give us probably. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of guys that, uh, not a lot, actually. There was two other teams that we know of that fished cave Run that had a fish that caught a fish in this one. So, I mean, I think we'll still be in the top five. I'm not for sure. Um, You know, it just depends on how big their fish was, and I really don't know. So we'll know sometime this week whenever they get everything updated, where we're setting and everything. But, you know, the next tournament's Cass Lake, and it's, you know, it's got me a little nervous. Cass, isn't the easiest lake to catch a fish on. I know you fished it, Todd. Yeah. Um, yep. there, there's a lot of pike in there. Um, there's a lot of pike. <laughs> yeah. I remember you and Dale. There's a lot of pike. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's an interesting lake. I haven't been there probably since, oh, well, one of the PMTTs and And I honestly never thought I uh fished it very good because I wasn't used to that type of structure, the deep breaks and all that. But since I've been fishing out in western Minnesota the last 10 years, it's kind of what all those lakes out there are like. So I, I feel a little bit better about it. But it's still a tough lake. It doesn't have a, you know, it's not like there's a ton of muskies in there. Uh, it's got a good population, but there's not a, you know, an overabundance. So, you know, you're going to have to figure something out to catch some. But, and, and there'll be big ones caught. There's always, you know, that lake always out mm-hmm. a few really, really nice fish. There's a lot of 50-inch fish in that lake. When was
1: the last time there was a PMTT event there?
3: At Cass? Oh, man, I bet it's been over 10 years. Um, I remember the last one I can remember, and I don't think there was one after it, was a championship we had there in October. I mean, it was it was cold. I remember that. It wasn't terrible, but it was cold and uh uh that was the last time i think i fished it. and that might have been even like 2004 or 2005 um it's been a long time tony spent some summers up there though he did some guiding up there on cast, so he knows it pretty good which is uh definitely going to help with you know his experience but minnesota you know, it, it's kind of weird because minnesota has a law in the summer between memorial day and labor day uh you can't have a tournament on a weekend it has to be a friday saturday uh, yeah. it can't be a Saturday, Sunday. So we, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize that actually until it was too late. So I'm not going to be able to get there till I'm hoping sometime on, you know, early morning Wednesday, cause I got a guide on Tuesday on St. Clair and then boogie when I'm done. Uh, so it, it's going to cut our pre-fishing short. He's going to go up early though. So that will, that'll help a lot having him uh, there earlier for us.
1: And you, you guys so, fished out of Tony's boat today, right?
3: Yeah, we were in Tony's boat this weekend. So uh, I don't know if we're going to do mine in the next tournament or not. Uh, we just got to make I mean, it's still quite a ways away, so we just got to figure out what we're going to do. Uh, but, no, I mean, the uh, uh, boat ran good. You know, the motor didn't blow up, which that was the only other thing that could have went wrong. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, we were able to uh, – we were expecting that, actually. Oh. Um but it's, uh, you know, everything else went, uh, went well. We just, you know, with the trolling motor issue and it turns out talking to the guy, that was kind of a common problem with those things, but it, it's actually an easy fix. Once we figured out how to do it, it was a easy, uh, kind of an easy fix. The, the main problem was the stupid hull that was, uh, that was on the trailer. And I just, you know, I hate, yeah, I, I hate boats, uh, uh, when you have to rely on them because they are not the most reliable thing. And yeah. uh, the the hub issues, that's something I fight with. I carry three hubs with me at all times, and I've got everything in the back of my truck to change one. So it's, uh, you just never know on them. They, when they go out, they just go out. So I'm sure, you know, anybody you, that drives a boat long enough, you're going to have the issue.
1: Did you have those issues prior to using the Ranger trailers?
3: Um, when I was younger I had them a few times because I was horrible at taking care of things all I cared about was getting on the water one day I pulled in the parking lot with my Crestliner, and I stopped and my tire kept going and rolled in the lake <laughs> uh,
0: so it, it got you it, to the parking lot it, and then it said screw you I'm launching first yeah
3: Yeah. exactly <clears throat> uh, but it's uh, you know but the Ranger trailers I don't know what it is The oil bath hogs that they had, they actually got rid of them because I think there were just too many problems with them. Um, You know, when you got that oil in there, you're supposed to wait a little bit before you back it in the water because basically what's happening when you stop in the parking lot, you know, and you want to get the boat in the water, that oil is still hot, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you back that trailer in the water, uh, you know, that stuff is cool. And when it cools, it condenses and will actually soak water into that, you know, hog that mm-hmm. and that's not good and if
2: you're uh, not the first it, you're not the first person' that's brought that up on our podcast so. what now you're not the first person that's brought that up on these podcasts
3: yeah about the
2: oh yeah I mean yeah other people these said
3: this. Yeah. that are, <laughs> are grease but they turn to oil when you're driving I guess they heat up and the grease like it's real uh, I don't know what the fancy word for it it's is melting. But, uh, the the oil <laughs> transforms, or the the grease transforms the oil, and then when it cools down, it congeals back to grease, and they're supposed to be a 25,000-mile hub. I'm sure I'll not make that, Um, but I've got, like I said, I carry hubs with me uh, everywhere. Now, the hubs are easy to change. I will say that. The new, on all the Ranger trailers, I can't speak for any other trailer, It's a hub uh the hub there is really no axle it's a portion axle and it's, it's all one piece basically all you do is there's a there's a cotter key and you pop it out and there's a big nut on the back of the hub and you unscrew the hub you know take a wrench unscrew the hub on the back and then you gotta usually with a small wedge or something you can tap the back of it and pop it out and then you just push the new hub in tighten the nut put the cotter key in and and you put the tire on, you're, you're ready to go. So, it's a, uh, it's an easy process, but it's just you're paying the
2: bike. Yeah. Uh, as long as it didn't do too much damage. What now? As long as it didn't do too much damage. I mean, you could...
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean I've mean, i had h- tires fly off, and, you know, then you you yeah. got to worry about the fender. You know, there's the yeah, exactly. fender. you got to worry about yeah. the fender flying <laughs> off with it, which... Does happen in <laughs> the motorcycle? And, uh, the tire strikes. You know, oh uh, I mean that's the uh, that's the thing. You know, I've I've lost tires before. My worst is I was driving home from Wisconsin one time, and my tire flew off and jumped the uh, jumped the median and hit a car and totaled it in the other lane. That was fun. Uh, just keep going. You know, it's just <laughs> it's just <a> hubs fuck.
1: <laughs> and they're all oil bath. I got those oil bath, and that makes me nervous.
3: Well, when I yeah, I I actually on my last boat that had well actually the 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 tiller boat that I had down in Kentucky, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I had a guy, um, I had a guy actually when I bought the boat I bought it off Brad Hoppy that makes the Musky Mayhem bait, and uh, I had him take all the oil hubs off and put grease ones on. Um, Yeah, I changed and even you know I've had a couple boats that I did that too because. I just don't trust them. That oil can leak out. And, <clears throat> I mean, it might be full when you're home, but then all of a sudden, you know, you, you pull into a gas station and there's three tires back there. No. Uh, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's the, the problem with it. it it's so, um, it's just, it just you know, it's just, I don't know. Anytime I go on a long trip with a boat, I'm always like, oh, oh we'll see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah.
2: Yep, 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 yep. I mean, it's,
3: you know, it's the, the I'm sure, you know, the newer t- stuff, the newer grease up, they're probably good, but you know, my stuff is, is a little older, you know, as far as the hubs go, but I try to keep the trailer, you know, there's just, you know, so much stuff. I mean, boats aren't meant to be used the way I use them. And, and you know, you guys use them when you're using them a lot, they're just not meant to be,
2: no. uh,
3: you know, and it's, it's like motors, you know, I mean, motors on boats, I mean, you know, they make a car motor that'll run for four hundred thousand miles. You know, a boat motor—if you get three hundred hours out of it, you're supposed to be happy with it. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's stupid.
3: ridiculous. I mean, it's—it's just dumb. It aggravates me. I don't know why. I mean, they gotta—there's got to be something that's on purpose there. Why it's not going to last that long? Because it's conspiracy uh, theory. It really, you know, it, 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 especially like you know, I had some major issues with mercury. Uh, I had a Mercury one time, and it was just oh my god! It was the Christina Motors. That thing was just oh horrible. Uh, mm. But you know, I've been been using the Yamahas a lot here lately, and you know, I can still I can still blow them off, but they seem to last a lot longer.
1: <laughs> oh, I and, feel uh, good. I feel good about my trailer and motor right now.
3: I feel good yeah, about well, mine. The, the you know, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, as long as you keep track of those hubs. I mean, I check mine every so often just to make sure everything looks right and and, and all that. And then motor wise, now I just change the oil. I got a four stroke, so I just change the oil and lower unit grease every month and just make a ritual of it and just do it. Yeah. And uh, that seems to be helping out. Uh, you know, helping quite a bit. I do it on my. Big motor and my kicker, and it just you I know mean, as long as you keep it changed and everything, and you run a good oil in it, a synthetic or something like that. They seem to they seem to last, but you know, I mean, they're just like I said, they're not made to run forever. They're not made to, you know. And there's you know there's so much horsepower built into a very small space, that if one little thing comes goes wrong, then it could be it could be bad, expensive.
0: No. Mm.
3: Oh. Yeah, no, they're really cheap. They're really that's the good thing about motors. Oh, so so you keep like yeah.
0: three in the bed of your truck, right? Like hubs. What you keep three in the bed of your truck, just like the hubs, right?
3: I exactly. Yeah, I have three motors back there. It's uh, it's not weird looking. So you pull uh, two
0: trailers too. So you have two trailers, three extra hubs, three extra motors. That's
3: yeah, what you need I to wish feel, if I could have three safe. extra motors, that would be. I'd feel a lot better about things. Yeah. Uh, but the well, you know with. You know, it's just weird because on St. Clair, you got a lot of guys running big, you know, they'll run the big charter boats out there, the big, you know, six, eight-person boats. And, you know, a friend of mine, that that guides out there, great guy out there, Jason Capano, you know, he told me, because I can buy a new motor for this thing for, for eight grand. And I'm like, I can't even get my motor rebuilt for eight grand. <laughs> uh, He's running the IOs, right? What else?
0: Is he? Is he running an inboard, outboard, or...? Inboard, yeah, it's a okay. big
3: inboard on one of, on a twenty-seven footer, you know, uh, a big trolling boat. Basically, a car motor is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's a big, it's a big car motor in there. But you know, like I said, you know, last year I had fourteen thousand dollars in motor repairs last year. Mm. That's really good. That makes everything profitable. <laughs> uh, yeah. When when that uh, when that happens, but. You know that that guy up by Utah, they, he's really good. But I will say that's one of the best motor guys I've I've dealt with. Um, you know, he did a good job on my rebuild. Now it could blow up tomorrow, but it
2: uh, <laughs> seems to be everything seems yeah. to be running all right. He rebuilds them um, He rebuilds him quick.
3: Yeah, he does it great. I mean, I drove up there. I left at three in the morning and got up there at eleven. And at six o'clock, I was driving back home same day with a new yeah. powerhead. That's unheard of yeah yeah i mean i i mean it's and so far everything seems to be running right everything sounds good and i get it checked out every winter when i come back and they all everybody says you know so far it's good but you know the boat motor you never know
1: so uh what's what's going on at st Clair now what's your what's your plan how how's it going
3: uh st Clair's, you know it's the same deal as kind of what you guys have said you know it's not the, the weather is super inconsistent. You know, right now it's 59 degrees and raining. Um, about probably two hours away, and you know, and, and and you know, it won't get warm. It won't get you know. Everything's cold, and and water temps are barely hitting 70. Uh, I got a feeling the fish are scattered right now, and you know, I mean, we're picking up a few fish, but it's not like it should be. You know. Um, having to put a lot of time in to get fish to go. And, you know, even the big, even the big charter boats are having trouble right now. Uh, which is, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that happens. Uh, I, I think, uh, I think, you know, if we get some consistent weather, everything's gonna, um, everything's gonna go business as usual. Uh, I think that, you know, I don't think there's been any die off or anything like that. I just think it's been,
2: yeah. you
3: know, and. I mean, it'd be different if I hadn't heard this story from every person I've talked to that fishes a lot this year. Uh, you know, we we tried to do, uh, you know, and the fish that are hitting, we're getting a lot of nippers. You know, fish that are just barely hitting the bait. I mean, we haven't had many fish trying to swallow it. Uh, and the one of, that know, does you cost you 10 points. hook up and head shakes and they're gone. I don't know if you guys have had that, but I've, mm-hmm. been, I've been seeing that a lot of places.
1: Yeah, we talked about that. That, yeah, they
2: just lots of nip and short tails, strikes.
3: Little... Nipping
2: at the, you know a twenty-five pound fish. It's like nipping at the twister tail on the end of a raptor. It's like, what are you doing? Just mm-hmm. bite it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Mean, the the trolling fish.
3: The only way I've been able to game is to actually put an extra slit ring on the back to to move that hook back another you know yep. uh, you know centimeter or whatever. And that's been working a little bit, but you know it's just it's real frustrating. You know, even on Cave Run, we had that uh, Jim Sarek came down. We were doing a musky hunter episode, and we ended up—I mean, it could have been just an unbelievable thing. We ended up hooking uh, ten fish, and only landed four. Uh, you know, and we lost five casting bucktails. You know, I'm throwing a hook. All I'm doing is a hook, and yeah. I'm still losing them. Uh, and just—you know—just nipping fish, just barely, barely nipping in the back of the bait. All our yep. patterns down south just didn't come together like we usually do. We usually get on a really good jigging bite.
0: Yeah, you know, we had a
3: couple of decent days, but it wasn't. You know, normally it's like, all hey, right, if we jig, you know, for a full day, we're going to catch some fish. We're going to get some shots. And you know that didn't that didn't really do that. And then our our uh, you know my normally get on a really good troll in the weed edge bite. Now that our weeds are coming back good after the flood and they just you know I mean you'd get a get a few a few bites maybe you know on some days you wouldn't even get a rip and that's that's pretty rare out there when the weeds are good yeah so it, it's just been it's just been one of those years. I mean the guys up here in Wisconsin saying the same thing. I talked to guys in, in Ohio that have been fishing uh, quite a bit in the spring and uh, and a lot of those guys were saying we're not even fishing right now you know it's been so bad are uh, waiting for it to, they were waiting for it to warm up i mean they're fishing now that summer's gotten here but i mean it's just been a, it's just been one of those years i mean anytime you got inconsistent up and down extremes in both directions it's just you know i don't know if it puts the fish in a funk i don't know i think it mainly i think it just scatters them normally if the water's you know once the water hits a certain temp it's like all right this is where they like to sit this is where they're comfortable You know, whether it be deep or shallow, but that's where a majority of the fish will go. If you're in a lake that's got a lot of fish in it, if they're all not, you know, if they're scattered everywhere, you know, it just makes it tougher. There's just, you know, not as many fish
2: where you're fishing. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt that's what we're dealing with, dance here, too. Yeah. You know, they're scattered around. I can go troll anywhere in this lake right now, and I can get a bite or two, (laughs) but I can't. But (laughs) that's just it, you know. I can't find that spot that. Where they're packed in like normal. And yeah, that, and
3: that, for. you know, in St. Clair, that's that's the thing about that lake. You know, it's 270,000 acres. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's got a lot of fish in it. But still, if those fish scatter out there, well, oh, probably. Hmm. Oh
2: yeah, those are long it's, time between
3: bites. I know. I, yeah, I know. It's a exactly, long yeah. time between <laughs> bites. Yeah, you know, a lot of, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, it just, it's frustrating. And then you get into the whole, well, maybe it's a lure thing, maybe it's a color thing. Maybe it's a wiggle thing. Maybe it's a speed thing. And most yeah, of the time yeah, it's yeah. just they're just not you know Yeah. Most of the time it's just <laughs> I mean if you do get lucky you get not a, yeah.
2: yep.
3: a certain bait, it's great. Mm-hmm. But you know, but then when you have inconsistent weather that changes. So mm-hmm. it's uh I mean it's been frustrating, but you know, I mean as soon as this weather labels out everything will be fine. Uh I don't I don't see it being an issue, but we need to get this weather a little more stable to get back to some normal fishing and we still have some really good days but you know we're and we are catching fish but it just isn't uh the wiped out stuff right now yeah
0: perfect well we just did an hour and 17 greg
3: okay (laughs) okay Okay. i
0: was expecting wow (laughs) that went quick you guys are really good company <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I got long-winded no no it was fine it was
1: awesome it was like always
0: it it it's always good you got some funny stories we're rooting for you on the trail
3: well good uh, we uh yeah I'd be nice I'd like to see cast do something for us and then Minnetonka I fished it actually was fortunate enough to win a tournament there back in the early 2000s I know a lot of guys that fish that lake, and I've always kind of talked to guys that fish it, so I feel a little more confident about it, but, you know, it's musky fishing. It's the way the year's been this year. You really can't uh, – everything's kind of been a little wonky, so maybe by then things are doubled out a little bit.
0: Nice. So uh, tell everyone where they can uh, see your stuff online, reach you, talk to you.
3: Yeah, well, you can uh, you can give me a call. Uh, my phone number is 606-776. 6729 uh you can find me online at battle the uh also facebook i try to be pretty active on facebook and instagram uh i take a lot of a lot of pictures and do some neat stuff with them uh i i'll I try not to make fun of um, Thank you. <laughs> it's, uh but yeah you know follow me around on that and, and stuff and if you want to go fishing and and uh, maybe try to catch a catch a nice fish or something like that, and let them take you. So I got uh, still got a few openings, not much, but it's, you never know when a cancellation is going to pop up or, or or anything like that. So it's always uh, it's always worth an email or a call.
0: I love it. So this show is also brought to you by Fat Izie Musky Products, com, Facebook, Instagram. You can find our baits. Uh, GT rod reel Team Rhino outdoors you can uh, probably if you're looking for standard colors message me direct email me Things have been flying off the shelves. It's very difficult to keep up with that on all outlets Also brought to you by Muddy Creek fishing guides MC fish and guides check them out right now They're grinding it up there in New York, but in the spring Todd will do some uh, PA trips, so give him a call. And St. Croix Rods, best on earth. If you're looking for a new rod, check out St. Croix. Boss Shad. So, do you want to do that one?
2: Yeah.
1: Boss Shad. BossShad.com. Check them out. Great
2: trolling baits. Stores up and running. Boss Shad. Andy, we should, we should talk about the rod holders a little bit. all these Wisconsin guys that are going to be into, getting into trolling.
0: Okay. Does Greg know about these rod holders?
2: I think Greg oh, I uses mean, some of our rod holders. Yeah. <laughs> what now?
0: Do you use a? Do you, have you heard of our rod holders, Greg?
2: Yes, I've heard about
3: rod holders. They, uh, yeah. yeah, no, we have a lot of guys asking us about rod holders up there because of the system. They're just, you know, how sleek and
2: mm-hmm. stuff they
3: are. You can get them on your boat. You can take them off. It's it's really nice to be able to just take them off when you go to cast, them so you don't get the net hung in one uh, when you go to net a fish um you know that's that's what i love about your guys' is rod holders is because you can just they're easy to store um uh, you know and, and you know with the the down east holders and stuff which i think are the best and strongest holders made uh just i mean it just it's real sleek and easy to do i mean that's the main thing and i love being able to adjust them up and down and you know like you know we were trolling with our tips in the water because there's a lot of floating weeds and it was really you just pop it up a little bit, check and see if, you know, we're making bottom contact, being able to, you know, pull the tip up there, check the rod, make sure the bait's still way on and put it right back down. I mean, that's, to me, that's huge, being able to work the rod a little bit. And, uh, you know, and then also being able to take them on, uh, take them off the boat, put them back on. I think all that that's a huge fault that has never been an option, uh, never been a, a, a viable option for a lot of muskie guys until you start making a
0: Perfect. I, at least awesome. people didn't hear me yammer on about those. So, <laughs> so you know, a great combination would be a Boss Shad on a St. Croix rod being held to your boat with an AZ rod holder.
3: Deadly. There you
0: go. Perfect. You can get your Boss Shads at BossShad.com. You can also get them at Mark's Bait Tackle and Ammo, Ravenna, Ohio, and Muskie Tackle Online. So be sure to check them out. Mark's Bait Tackle and Ammo does have a Facebook page and an online store so if you're looking that's a good place to get them so guess until uh next time guys good luck fishing